Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. technology technology is awesome as much as you you see but i still love technology Too bad we don't have auto tune forever right oh man i can't believe that dude i had everything set up for this new awesome intro this new show with a new background all new overlay all this kick-ass shit we were going technical for this show and the uh the, the skype feed went down that's awesome how, how awesome is that this is like twice in a row that i fucked everything up no, actually, you fucked it up last time. No, I fucked it up last time. <laughs> but anyways, I will on that take note, responsibility. We're here. We're live. This is MMA to the Max, episode number forty. I am your host, Robert Taylor, aka Robert the Goat, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host Joseph Hudson, aka Riverside Joe. How are you doing this fine Thursday evening, Joe? I'm all fired up, buddy. Since first thing this morning, I've been raring to go. I'm amped. I'm psyched. I'm pumped. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> I'm good, man. Oh, yes. Cool matching shirts. That's what we do here at MMA to the max. We coordinate the well, skill sets. You know, there's only two shirts out there, so they might as well be worn by the only two people that are probably going to buy them. But, uh, man, it's true that. Last time we recorded on the Thursday evening, it was when we did the uh, Ask Us Anything episode, our first time going live. And uh, it was after the whole Connor, Connor McGregor debacle with the uh, the bus. So, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was a good Thursday live show. 
Let's see if we fun. can uh, let's see if we can uh, match the Pop quality that. of that episode with the uh, the midlife crisis show, episode number forty. This episode is technically more numbers than I have years on this earth right now. So, way to go, show. Hats off to you. And about twenty more IQ points than you have as well. Yeah, that's me on a good day. <laughs> oh man, so. We're about what five? Lots to discuss. Yeah, lots to discuss. A lot of uh, this past weekend, two great shows, at least in the MMA community, as concerned. Uh, I know there was some kickboxing and everything, but we're st- strictly sticking to mainstream MMA for the most part. That's what gets views. We got to talk a boxing match, though, my friend. What are we going to talk about? Uh, Lomachenko being the best there is now. Ooh, I mean, that's. I don't know if I've said it before, but damn, that man has I mean, some that, footwork. That dude is a pr- movement. He's he's a he's in, he's about to cringe on the uh, the goat status of Floyd Mayweather. I think so. He's won belts uh, three different weight classes in like thirteen fights or some shit, which is way faster than De La Hoya. De La Hoya did I think like thirty two or twenty three. Something it doesn't matter because he was wearing a dress and heels when he did it. So <laughs> Lemachenko wasn't doing that. That's right. I'm going to adjust this thing to get a little better view. I don't think people really want it that close to my face, so it's whatevs. No, no, no one does. Yeah, dude, Lomachenko is is a beast, and uh, what he's accomplished in such a short amount of time in his boxing career is just ridiculous and pretty much unmatched, especially in modern-day boxing. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I think Floyd's got some competition. I think Floyd is the best ever. I don't care what anybody says about the yesteryears of boxing. What Floyd has been able to do against the talent he's been able to do it against is unmatched in my mind. But Lomachenko's slowly getting, no, I, I take that back, quickly getting up there. Yeah, he just doesn't have the same number of fights under him, right? I mean, yeah. 50 and 0, even though you can say whatever about the Connor fight. Lemochenko does things like nobody else does. I've talked about distance management, footwork, blah, 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 all the crap that I really enjoy in, in fighting and in striking. Lemochenko does it all. His footwork is second to none. And that's where it all starts with him is his footwork. He's got pretty good head movement. Um, but with him, it's all about the footwork and the angles and coming in. And, and I look, I know I'm a huge TJ Dillashaw dick writer, as we like to say on this, this show. <laughs> um, but there are, you can see shades of Lemachenko in TJ's fighting. And I'm going to say it that way on purpose. You can kind of see the way they're, they're peeking and poking and using their head is fainting instead of so much shoulders and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's pretty fucking cool. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ryan like said it. he did get dropped. That is true, but, I mean, Floyd's done it, he, too. He, yeah, he got dropped. I think that's his first time in his professional career. He got cocky. He got a little lazy. His hands were low. He was stay, He likes to stay in that mid-range, not in the phone mm-hmm. booth, not outside on the end of a punch, especially with a guy who's bigger and stronger than him like that, right? So he was staying in that mid-range. He kind of went straight in with his hands down to come for some weird angle, and he got he got popped. And he's so, so light on his feet, it doesn't take a ton to hit someone moving in like that who's so light. But, um, yeah. Well, that's enough about boxing. This is MMA to the max. This isn't boxing to the match, or to the max, even though we will talk about some big-time fights uh, when it comes to the boxing world. But this is MMA to the max. And this past weekend, five days ago, we had a really good UFC card, again, that was completely and utterly underpromoted. Under the radar. Which is great yeah. card, great, great fight. Um, I mean, probably one of the most dominant champs, gonna be one of the most dominant champs in MMA, and Joe. no one wants to talk about it. Joe, I 
yeah, I, I'm about to cut you off while we're about to start talking about it. Throughout all the hoopla of fucking up the Skype and having to get everything set up again and redoing and resharing, I completely <gasps> forgot about the best part of the show. It's a new week. Yeah, it's a new week. It's a new drink. What are you drinking this week? For all of our viewers right there, I am drinking the Garage Brewing Company Inline IPA. Ah, I love that. I, I'm getting you on that place. Oh, yeah. Well, we've we've tried a lot of – I'm obviously a huge IPA nut. I'm a hophead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't had the Garage Brewing Company's IPA. Um, I'll be honest. It, alcohol content-wise, it's definitely not a session. It's 7.5, but it tastes like a session. It's not very heavy. Not too hop forward. It's really smooth, really easy. Doesn't have that kick you in the in the, you know, bitter sweet spot in the back of your mouth like the IPAs I usually drink. But fuck, it's good. Like it's again, I can drink this all day. I probably wouldn't last all day, but I sure as hell could try. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of good IPAs, man. They're hatch chili IPA. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, I haven't had that one. I'm a little apprehensive to go for. Um, I'm. I don't know. I. I know infusing things and doing new things is kind of the the new trend in, in craft brewing. But I don't know if I'm on board with putting that shit in my beer just yet. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm kind of scared to try that. But what you drinking, buddy? What I'm drinking is uh, not what I was originally gonna drink. Just so anybody knows, uh, I had a. I, I got a bad bottle of what I was gonna drink, which was uh, the Royal. Royal Brewing Company out of uh, Redondo Beach, California. Um, it was their port navy. I, I don't know. I threw the bottle away. Basically, everything that came out was nothing but carbonation and fizz. It was absolutely ridiculous. It's like as soon as the liquid hit oxygen, it just pff, fizz. It was horrible, weird. Anyways, so I decided to yeah. switch over to uh, something new that I found at uh, Total Wine and More. The Bravery Brewing Company's King Corova. It's an Imperial Sweet Stout, 9.5% alcohol by volume, 65 oh, IBUs, baby. That is not a session. <laughs> and it is absolutely delicious. <laughs> so, <laughs> But now that we got that out of the way, yes, Sandra, I'm saying it right, obviously, I think. Cause yeah. It's, a, it's an O. That my definitely is a uh, – oh, I just saw the last name, Hudson. Mm-hmm. How come I – have I met her? Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it definitely no. is a beer bummer. It pissed me off because i was actually held that beer in my fridge for a good three weeks waiting to do the show one of the shows anyway yeah you were looking forward to that beer we've been talking about it so so much yeah anyways back to the fights ufc 224 main event Hello, amanda nunez versus somebody that had no right to be in the fight in the first place and i'm sorry not I hate after to say the layoff it. not after the layoff okay exactly. she deserved to be number two contender but she needed some kind of warm-up with or without the warm-up though I don't know if it would have made a difference. It wouldn't have made a difference. Amanda Nunes is the best 135-pound fighter in the entire world right now, and that is without debate. 135-pound female fighter in the world yeah, right Well, now. You, you know what I mean, but that is without <laughs> debate. Without no, debate. No um, question. Heck, she looks like she could compete with Cyborg. That performance, the way she – I mean, again, we've talked about it time and time again, but she looked fucking powerful, strong, composed – we got to see that fight. Sorry, I jumped ahead a little bit on that. No, but... no, 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 that's fine. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm attacking, uh, attacking my buddy Keith there from MMA Takeover because uh, yeah. Sandra asked a question, and I quite don't quite know it off the top of my head. So um, he's the expert of the uh, older school MMA, so he would be able to 
answer it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who that guy would be either. Kilted gentleman with a uh, lumberjack. I'm I'm thinking that that might be one of the bushwhackers or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I can yeah. remember. But that's not but, MMA or 2008. Yeah, but so anyways, yeah. Amanda Nunez just absolutely dominated that fight as I knew it and everybody else knew it. The people out there that yeah. were just saying that Rocky was going to win this fight, it was completely wishful thinking. You can vo- you can wish for her to do it. You can hope for her. You can cheer her on. But if you actually thought she had a chance in hell of winning this fight, I you just haven't been watching. I'm, I'm sorry. She beat Her biggest win to date is over Misha Tate, who retired immediately afterwards. That doesn't instill a lot of confidence in her skills as a top-tier t- challenger. No, Misha Tate wasn't in that fight to begin with. Misha had retired before that fight. Like, mentally, she, she reti- wasn't there. She was done as soon as she won the title. That was the only thing she That's had left true. in her career. As soon as she won it, she was gone. Yeah, exactly. She was like, okay, I've, I've, I've reached the mountaintop. I'm good. I don't want to stay up here. And, yeah, and then she lost it. It wasn't like Nunez wasn't going to take it from her anyways, but she lost it to Nunez, and then her fight against Pennington, she wasn't there. Pennington is a great fighter. She's a tough fighter. She's a good fighter. But she's not on that level of Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez is on that six years ago Ronda Rousey level right now. If you if you want to make a very poor reference, but as far in as terms not of having, in terms of being that far above the competition, yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, the only people that give her any kind of fits who I think she still beats are Shevchenko because Shevchenko's too small, and Holly Holm just because I think Holly Holm lacks. She just lacks something that, at that it would level be a against great fight. Strike. Her versus, I don't care how many times Holly Holmes had, how many shots she's had. Like the joke about yeah. Uriah Faber was, oh, he's always getting title shots. Yeah. Same thing with Holly Holm, but I sure. I want to see Holly Holm and Amanda Nunez. I think that's an amazing fight. I think that's the only uh, one that's going to give her any kind of fits. Not as much as Cyborg and Nunez, but, you know. Sure. <laughs> um, well, and that's also with Holly Holm fighting at 45 against Megan Anderson. So that kind of puts her up in that whole 45 Cyborg territory still. So I don't know. Yeah, but uh, well, Ryan I mean, Silva might be right. It might be Caveman from Strike Force. Yeah, David Rickles, maybe. David but, uh, Rickles, yeah. Another fighter, she's undefeated in the division. She just came off an absolute mauling uh, of uh, Kat Zingano is uh, Ketlin Vera. So, yeah. I I wouldn't mind seeing her step up. She might need one more fight, but I, I she's got think skills. She's I, don't think she, I don't think she could beat her. I, like I said, I don't think anybody at the 135 pound division beats uh, the Lioness right now, but I want to see the fight i mean i think she's got the best chance in that division the best chance to beat her is the way kat zingano did ground and pound her out um but she's it her jiu-jitsu be, is her cardio has gotten better that's the problem well, that's, that's, the, but that, that's, that's the what it. i was getting yeah it's not <laughs> that's your best chance to beat her but her cardio is strong her takedown defense is still okay but she is so good at keeping you at the end of her punches it's hard to get in to get a takedown against her. i'd like to see her go up against someone who who could really grapple her but i don't know what what woman Caitlin Vieira maybe get in there and grapple with her. Yeah, maybe. I don't... We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, either way, it's Amanda Nunez's world, and we're all just happy to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the other fighters. It's basically, I mean, she needs to be promoted better. She really does. Well, I, yeah, I, you can go back to when she fought Ronda Rousey and her comeback. She wasn't promoted one fucking lick. Yeah, she was the champion. Really? But it was all about Ronda, and I get it. Ronda was making a big comeback after her very first mm. professional loss, but. You know, it was all about Ronda. It wasn't like, Ronda's going up against this killer. Yeah, it was a lost opportunity. Yeah, big time, because that could have made her. Instead, they turned her into a, a nothing going into the fight, which in turn, even though she won, the crowd was like, meh, why should I care? Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, this person beat Ronda. She's washed up. Didn't, like, it wasn't yeah. even what Amanda Nunez was doing. It was more but about, on yeah. that. 
on, on that same note with Raquel Pennington, I know there's been a lot of discourse and, and people saying this, that, and the other about um, at the end of round four. She's saying, hey, I'm done. I want out. I'm, I've got none left, essentially. What did you take on her corner's position? I know she came out on social media afterwards and backed her corner, backed her team, her coaches, but hell no. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Should they throw dude. the talent or no? Absolutely. No? When the fighter when the fighter tells you she's done, you don't send her out for more punishment. That's exactly what she had. She had nothing left. She just went out there and took more punishment. Unnecessary yeah. punishment. As a corner, you're there to protect your fighter besides coaching him. And, you know, the ref and the doctors were right there. As soon as she said that, that fight should have been done anyways. So I don't just blame the coaches. I blame the doctors. I blame the referee. You know, they, as soon as the fighter says, I'm done, I can't, I'm not going back, it's done. Fight's over. Did the referee hear it? I don't remember who was refing, but did the well, referee hear well, it? Because then it be, could be, be okay, you know, so verbal not, submission, not, right? Not the ref in the cage, but, you know, they always bring another ref in with the doctor on the side. So Yeah, on the sides, yeah, for sure. But, so, yeah, that fight should have definitely been over. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because she could stay on the stool for an extra minute or something like that. You know, that's been known to be done before. Yeah. And I don't know if she didn't have a stool. But it's – I'm torn on it. I, I think – I'll try to put myself in that position. And, okay, when she's in sparring and she gets down, does she go, like, want to quit, you know, after fourth or fifth round? And they're like, no, you got this in you. You got to keep going. Is that kind of – kind of like – um what do I want to say here? Like, uh, you get a girl who's pretty and she says, Oh, I'm not that attractive because she wants to hear you say, yeah, yeah you are. So <laughs> she was fishing for motivation in such respect. Like I'm done. I'm out of, no, you're not. You've got this Raquel. You can get in there. You still have a puncher's chance, which she really didn't. Maybe that's something that I could think of because they know her and they've gone through these things with her, but uh, they should have stopped. I think they should have stopped it. I'm just again, you know, me. I'm trying to be devil's advocate, trying to pick up the other side. Maybe they know things about her that we don't. Her tendencies, her fishing for that kind of shit. But I mean, they should have thrown the towel in because what was it going to be? Another five minutes of her nose getting busted? Yeah, exactly. That's the that's, that's the issue. But uh... no mas. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus no mas yeah. i mean yeah, back to the drawing board for Rocky Pennington. Uh, Amanda yeah. Nunez probably just waits on a uh, cyborg, and uh, whenever she's ready to fight again, of course that may depend on the uh, the the result of Holly Holm versus Megan Anderson. If Me- Megan Anderson wins, I think they might fast track her to the cyborg fight since she's an actual 145 pound featherweight fighter. But for once, <laughs> yeah, for once. But I still, I I don't think Megan wins that fight. And even if she does, no. I still want to see 
Cyborg and, and the Linus. That's just my take. But hey, let's let's jump into the co-main event because yes, this was controversial. Not in my mind, but I can see why Not some mine. people think it went the other way. I mean, it could have, but and there would have been no complaints on. I don't think anybody's end. But I mean, I've seen people saying it's a robbery and all that stuff, and I'm like, okay. No, close fights can't be robberies, so stop overusing and destroying that word. It's It's, not a robbery, yeah. Kelvin Gastelum survives a pretty scary first round with Jacare on top of him and comes out and wins the next two rounds and gets a split decision over one of the greatest middleweights of all time. Mm -hmm. And Kelvin's still a welterweight. At this point, title shot? Yeah, right? He's next. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's next for the winner of, of Romero Whitaker. I think that's why they timed this fight so close. They were going to give the winner of this one the winner of the, the title. That's the way I saw that. That's why I was timed this way. Yeah, the only... I actually didn't score at a split decision. Well, I mean, I sc- you scored over I... Gaslam, but I mean, I did too, and it was 29-28. I scored at a draw. Oh, that's even fair, actually. I, I saw 10-8 for Jacare in the first round. He was in mount. He was in top position. He dominated him for three out of the five minutes on top position from mount to half guard to side. I mean, he dominated him on top. I don't know if the new scoring system was is enacted down there in Brazil or not, but to me it was a 10-8, and then Gaslam won two and three. I, I To me it was a draw. But I said, it's a draw or Gaslam won if you didn't give it a 10-8. And so I saw 29-28 Gaslam, or I really saw it as a draw. But. I saw it as 29-28 Gaslam. If anybody would have given it a draw, or even given it 29-28 to Jacare, I was mm-hmm. not going to be upset. Correct. And I don't think anybody should be upset. So, like, you see these people out there claiming robbery, and it's like, God damn it, man. You guys are watering that word down. So. Yeah, it's nowhere near a robbery. Yeah, it's absolutely not near a robbery. And... So basically, I mean, in my mind, you got to give Kelvin the title shot because the only person, other person I think that has a claim over Kelvin for a title shot is Weidman. But he's just because he beat Gasolin, but he's just been out of action. This sport is a he, what is yeah. a what, for, what have you done for me lately type sport. And, you know, Gasolin's fought, fight, fought twice since they last fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, both good fights, devastating knockout of Bisbing and then this win over Jacare. Um, he's next in line. Uh, Weidman's dealing with some more injury and in, in, in rehab and all that stuff, so he's out for still a little more a little more time. So give it to Gastelum. Give him the winner. Give it yeah. to him in uh, I don't know September, and November sometime around there. Here's the craziest part about it: is if Whitaker beats Yoel Romero again. Oh yeah, baby. We have Whitaker defending the middleweight title against Gastelum. That is two. Welterweights, <laughs> mm-hmm. two welterweights <laughs> fighting over the middleweight championship. That that's I, just that's awesome. I like that because I think that goes to show to people, hey, this big massive weight cut, maybe it's not such a good idea. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, it's a good point. I mean, it, weight it, cuts are fucking dangerous to begin with. Yeah, ask Kevin Lee about it. Ask Khabib. Fuck yeah. Speaking of weight cuts, nice segue <laughs> into the next fight down. Somebody who uh, struggled with that weight cut or in, uh, according to a lot of theories, just didn't care or even try as hard. Um, I like Dominic Cruz's theory. About how she was, I didn't see his theory. His theory was that she was purposefully overweight because she's a grappler and grappling that's, in particular more than striking that, size that's, that's is theory. very important. That's what I saw going around the internet. It's an interesting theory. Interesting I mean, theory. It's, it's possible, but I just think she might have been, also been in a lot of turmoil over the... Uh, 
getting kicked out of her camp and needing to find a new camp, a new home and everything. Um, she, she perpetually misses weight. I think this is her third yeah, time professionally in seven oh, five it is. Well, when you look at her body, of course she's not going to make 150 She has pounds. no room to cut any weight. Yeah, she hasn't. Well, she – I mean, I'm not trying to be crass or anything here, but they, they're just not going to disappear <laughs> unless she gets a reduction well, surgery. But that, I mean, that's but that does need to happen. But she definitely again, we, no, we can say it about guys. So we can, no, it does we, not. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It does need to happen. <laughs> okay, no, I agree. She can keep her boobs, <laughs> her butt, everything. But we we talk about guys like this when Kelvin was missing weight. We're like, dude, he has some room in his tummy to get some weight down. If he just tightens up his off season in between fights, he can he can lose that weight. It's the same thing with her. She she's coming in with extra weight, extra fat. Mm-hmm. And again, look, I'm not one to talk, but I'm also not the professional fighter who has to make weight. Okay, I'm just saying that she, and that's fine. But she needs to fight at 125. I thought they were going to do that to her in Invicta because she missed weight two times in a row, once by I think four, and then once by five pounds. You know, so to me, she's a habitual weight misser. Fuck her, make her 125. Yeah. Let her fight Shevchenko. Oh God. Do they want I'm to off punish the her? Do they want to? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I like her. She's a fun fighter, but I just so I'm disappointed when people miss weight. You know how that I, lo- me I off. loved watching her in jujitsu. I loved watching her grappling. She's a, a wizard on the ground, but uh, I mean, I didn't follow her because of her technique. So <laughs> that's the bottom line. Uh, no, well, her grappling no, is no nine. chase more. We have not talked about Paige Van Zandt's new boob jobs or new huh? boob job, but uh, we probably will get that. to it. Yeah, she. I didn't see that post her, on her, there. Her latest Instagram post holding some pancakes looks like she had her boob job done that she was always talking about when she retired. So maybe she's retired. Who knows? She's not that good anyways either. Um, who but is how good about though? her overhand right that dropped ABC? That surprised me. It didn't surprise me because it's just so wild and winging and looping and there's no technique behind it that ABC didn't see it coming. And as much as I like Amanda Cooper, she's just not UFC caliber. She is the type to get caught by stuff like that. Yeah, no, she's not UFC caliber, and that's for sure. Yeah, she's now what three and four in her in her MMA career. So I mean, three and I thought she was fifty. I thought she was betting five hundred. I thought she was four and four. No, I think she was already five hundred, and then she just went under it. Okay. Fuck! It sucks to be her. <laughs> oh man, is there, are people saying we're having audio issues? Uh, Keith seems to be. I've I, I requested you turn your volume up, Keith. Um, it's usually a little button that looks like a speaker and has like some arrows. Don't insult one of our biggest fans. <laughs> it's, it's not an insult. I'm just trying to help the gentleman out here. We're all <laughs> friends. We're all the MMA to the max community. The community that's to the max. That's right. That's what we do here. Right. Right. Anyways. So Mackenzie Dern wins via rear naked choke, fighting at 165 pounds against 115 <laughs> pound Amanda Cooper. Yeah. Let's talk about the fight before that fight. Let's talk about John I found that Lineker. Fight. Fight. I said when we previewed this, it was going to be a fucking barn burner. It was fun. It wasn't a barn burner. It was a fucking chin crusher. How many of those wicked left hooks did Kelleher take before he finally went down? Uh yeah, the dude's tough and he's too tough for his own good. That's the problem. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean that's he's been calling Lineker out since after he beat uh Hanayaya in in an absolute uh upset. So I mm-hmm. he finally got his wish and it didn't go well for him at all. 
it it went well in so far as he made it into the third round against a wickedly that but see that this is the thing that bugs me all right and this is one of the things that I love about Max Holloway I know I always do these transitions and it's so hard for me to stay on topic but this is what this is what I found with Litaker Litaker you do that I'm gonna find out if there's audio issues on my end too okay yeah a couple of people are saying it but I'm I'm seeing it on um, our show right here let me turn up the volume here. Yeah, okay, I'm getting fine. I'm I'm hearing it on my end too. Um, maybe it's just so a East with, Coast with, thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're too late. It's their snooze bedtime. I do love but the sound Littaker, of my own voice though. Litaker kept coming back to that left hook. He found a home for it early and kept coming back to that left hook. Kelleher did nothing to change. He didn't do anything to stop it. He didn't. He didn't change anything. He was getting clipped with it, and he was just relying on his chin to keep him around and hoping he was going to get a punch in. His inability to adapt in between rounds is what I was disappointed in. And then what I say what I love about Max Holloway is Max Holloway doesn't just adapt between rounds. He adapts in a round. Even when he's winning, yeah. he finds ways to, to – if his left hook lands, he finds new ways to set that left hook up. You know what I mean? He doesn't just keep going right hand, left hook, right hand, left hook. He finds new ways to sneak that left hook in, as well as if something it doesn't work or something is working against him, he adapts very quickly. Um, so that's why I'm a big fan of Max Holloway. But that's what I saw Brian Kelleher not do in between rounds. I like this. You're bringing the uh, the uh, the the analyst side of this podcast. You're, you're you're carrying the analyst side of the podcast, and I'm carrying the entertainment side. I like it because you know. You got to at least bring something, so I appreciate you bringing that. I bring ruggedly good looks, charm, handsomeness, um, and lies, dirty lots and lies. lots of lies. Hey, look! If if President Trump has taught me anything, say it enough, people will believe it. We're not going there. We're not getting into that. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. This is MMA to the max, not politics to the max, or grammar to the max from time to time. Yeah, but yeah, grammar to the max is the best. Um, yeah, I guess he's still having some problems, but either way, we're gonna move on to the uh, basically the opening fight of well, not basically, it is the opening fight of the uh, UFC 224 pay per view, and mm-hmm. in my mind and a lot of people's mind, the people's main event, as Ariel Hawani would refer to things as. Because, I didn't see it that way. Well, but. it was, and we're gonna talk about this because I got a hot take that might piss people off. So if you're still watching, people, get ready to hear it. But, Keith, uh, come back quick! Keith, don't leave. <laughs> Leoto Machida uh, knocks B- Vitor Belfort out in, uh, into retirement, quote unquote, because I think he's going to rise in and he's going to do TRT again. Um, oh, is that your hot take? No, that's not my hot, oh, hot take. Okay, but, because uh, that's that's like a fucking given. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, no shit. He's going to go wherever he could do it. Um, I think yeah, three but, to four months is his period to have a, a deal matched. Even though he's quote-unquote retired, the UFC gets yeah. three to four months, and then he's fucking in Ryzen. He's going to be freaking TRTV tour all over again. The Mohawk will be back. The belt's coming from the top of his head. He's going to be carrying Luke's, Luke's chin because he's the one that <laughs> took it, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, yeah, but what's the hot take? Machi- okay, well, let's talk about how great it was to see how, well, not great, but how funny it was to see Vitor get knocked out by the same front kick that Leonardo Machida's best friend Anderson Silva knocked him out with. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it was exactly. amazing. It was fantastic. Was, but Talk about an inability to adapt five years later. Still can't figure out. And that's where my hot take's coming in. They want to call it a legend versus a legend fight. They want to talk about Vitor Belfort, a surefire Hall of Famer, a legend in this sport. Vitor Belfort has done jack and shit in this sport. 
This Excuse man, me? yeah, this man is being is being heralded as a legend and an amazing fighter of yester yesteryears when he hasn't done shit. He won one title. Yeah. Because his glove sliced above the eye of Randy Couture. He immediately got his ass whooped in the rematch and lost it. The man was never that good. He was able to blitz people on uh -oh. steroids. He was able to catch people, yes, for sure. That was a really shitty time in MMA where nobody knew anything, really. He was never that good. He was able to, he had, he had his blitz, he had his speed. That's it. If he didn't get you out in that first round, he was basically he was done. done is what you're trying he was to say. Yeah, he was never that good. I didn't get this hoopla. When he came back to the UFC, he starched Rich Franklin, who was already past his prime and had his soul mm -hmm. taken away by Anderson Silva twice. He, he starched him at 195 pounds, and people wanted to say that he was going to be the one to beat Anderson Silva. That was shut down real fucking quick. Oh, yeah. The closest he got to a legacy in terms of championship caliber and skill was catching a still very young and inexperienced, although champion John Jones in an armbar that he couldn't finish. I'm looking at his record right now, and I really love arguing with you and, and telling you that you're a jackass. I'm sure a lot of people are going to think I am, but I, I've um, told my friends this his... before. He's not. He's never been that good. Okay, so. So let's let's put him. Okay, I don't I don't believe in this comparison, but I'm going to throw it out there to a degree. Would you say that Bisbing is a potential Hall of Famer in the UFC? Yeah, and if Bisbing fights Vitor not on steroids, Bisbing wins that fight. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there. As a big Bisbing fan, technique wise, as long as he's not a juiced out Vitor, he wins. He did win the belt. He beat Luke Rockhold. He did defend it against a number fifteen fucking ranked guy in Dan Henderson, right? But one of the reasons that you give Michael Bisping is the second best middleweight of all time behind Anderson Silva. That's that, that's that's another hot take that people might not like. But I, I like I'm not going to debate on that because my my point I'm trying to go with is sometimes simply longevity in the top ten is something that's commendable. So he's always fought. You look at the guys who he's fought. He's always fought high level guys. He was never down there playing around with the unranked guys and, and all that, having to come back up. He was always at the top. So he was a guy who was, for whatever reason, was at the top for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, the longevity in it alone and his popularity in Brazil, for whatever reason, he was probably the most popular fighter to come from Brazil. Like, I don't know what it is. And so that says something for at least the global audience. So I'm trying to find a fucking – because I don't like your argument because – it's good. Yeah, I mean, and I know, I, know Keith, I, I think Keith's putting out an argument there, but half those half of those wins are on TRT or steroids. Sorry, I'm sorry. There's, there's. Well, yeah, Keith, Keith is kind of reiterating what I was saying. Twenty two years at the highest level. Again, in, in, in yeah, you can see the guys that he's beaten. He again, he's fought at the highest level. He's done some some great things. I, I don't discount that. I can get your perspective on this, but I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame simply due to longevity at the top. He's not maybe the best fighter at 185. Yeah, or, see, that's or the thing. People, it's the longevity. It's the longevity. Fight. It's longevity. That's yeah. all it is. He's never been that, that, that great. That, that counts for something, though. That does count for something because you see a lot of these guys fall off pretty fucking fast, and and up until maybe you know, well, yeah, fuck TRT. I was gonna say, what has he done without steroids? What has he done? He's been on him yeah. his whole career. You can tell. His first, his first fight off the juice was against Chris Weidman. 
and Chris Weidman survived that first round flurry, put him on the ground, and smashed him. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 whatever. Hey, you know what? It's just an opinion. Keith, you're you're welcome to yours. Chase, you're welcome to yours. It's just my opinion. We all have yeah, a different it, one. Well, you know, Chase, Keith, you and I, we're all on the same page. Robert is a jackass. That's all. Eh. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been called worst by better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's whatever. But uh, let's let's talk about a couple of the prelims real quick. Not really a couple. I just want to talk. Yeah. Actually, exactly a couple. I want to talk exactly about two. Exactly a couple. Yeah. One, two. Mister uh, Mister Ezekiel choke himself. Oh, so pretty. Yeah. You saw him setting it Jesus up like Albini. Christ. Why did you let him? Why do you go for underhooks? Why would you underhook a guy who's got no gi Ezekiel chokes? I think like 15 or some bullshit in all of his MMA yeah, fights. It's, it's like 10 or in the it's UFC. Like, yeah, it's like 11 or 15 or 20 billion or whatever. I you mean, don't underhook him. I, I, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It's, it's amazing to watch when he gets it. So, I mean, yeah, so. Um, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, comeback. It's a nice uh, uh, win coming off of that absolute th- uh, mauling that he took from uh, Curtis Blades, Curtis who's Blades. going to be the next title challenger after he dispatches of Alistair Overeem. In my what? Mind. Alistair Overeem? Wait, yeah. wait, we're talking about TRT but, again. Uh, the other uh, prelim car fight I want to talk about was uh, the loss of one of our local boys here from Corona, California, Sean Strickland, taking a, <laughs> getting knocked out by a beautiful capoeira kick. From Zaliska dos Santos, man, that was a beautiful wheel kick. It's, oh Jesus, set up, dude! So beautiful. Uh, like, th- oh. I hate to admit this to our uh, wonderful fiefdom of fans here, but uh, anytime for whatever fucking reason, and this is what we can get into. We talk about some news about the whole UFC ESPN deal. Uh, it's on uh, FX. My DVR doesn't record it. I was at a birthday party, kids' birthday party. I was gonna come back watch it, so I missed that fucking fight. I wanted to see it so bad. Yeah, so just replying to uh, Keith here. Oh yeah. Anyway, has a much better resume than Matt yeah. Sarah, King or uh, Mo Smith. And I don't think, and I don't think they, and I don't think they should be in it either. So, anyway, that's why it's not called the Robert Hall of Fame. <laughs> it is the UFC Hall of Fame, where people who are friends with Dana White. That's right. That's why Frank Shamrock, who should be in it, isn't, but uh, and never will. Let's talk about uh, let's let's switch gears. Let's yeah. talk about the other card that happened that night. Oh yeah, which one? The one that took the uh, Bellator heavyweight tournament one step closer to our yeah. both predicted winner to take it all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a uh, the fight didn't go in anything like I thought it would to be honest. But King, it went just a smidge faster than I thought. <laughs> just just a smidge by by about a good. About four and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not how I expected it at yeah. all. But I, I, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be mad. But uh, yeah, dude, 15 seconds. Ryan Bader knocks King Mo the fuck out. Wow, is all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean Bader has, as he's he's a top five of all. Like, well. Top ten of all time, but he's top five currently right now. He's top five current light heavyweights yeah. for sure, and he still is so completely underrated and under the radar by everybody. It, it's it's ridiculous. There were people out there that actually thought King Mo was going to win, and I get it. I mean, King Mo's fought a heavyweight multiple times. He's done everything, but Ryan Bader seems to get no respect ever at all. It goes back to the Ultimate Fighter. He came across as the cocky douchebag. 
and that just stuck. But he's a good fighter. He's, he's a, a great he's fighter. A, one of the one of the best out there. He's, he's his boxing has gotten a lot better. He's got some of the best fucking wrestling out there coming out of Arizona State with guys like Cain um, uh, Velasquez. Um, Ev, I want to say Evan Dunham. No, it was not Evan Dunham. But uh, I can't remember the other fucking cat. But you know what I mean. Like his wrestling is awesome. His boxing is. He's a good wrestle boxer. Fucking I'm, a. I I'm thought he was going to be. I'm still so pissed that we didn't get to see the uh, Bader Cormier fight. I mean, they, they, yeah, it was uh, set up at that at that post vice press conference after oh, uh, so Cormier uh, won the the vacant title from Anthony against Anthony Johnson, and I wanted to see. I was intrigued by that fight. The whole reason he left the UFC stems around him not getting that fucking shot. He deserved that shot, and they weren't giving it to him for whatever fucking reason. So he's he like, on, "No, I'm done." Yeah, with he you was guys. on like a four fight win streak, four or five fight win streak at that time, mm-hmm. defeating Rashad Evans before everybody thought Rashad Evans was washed up at that time, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they decide, you know, we're just going to throw you in against Anthony Johnson because they wanted him to lose. I mean, he lose he did. He was scared of the power. But, I mean, he was one foot out the door already. And I really think that Ryan Bader still belongs in the UFC. Good for him. He's a champion in, in Bellator. I want him in the UFC. I, yeah. I still think he stacks. I mean, Volkan Ozdemir in the top three, Ryan Bader beats him easily. Oh, easily. Jimmy Manuel, Ryan Bader beats him. Oh, easily. And in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, I wouldn't want mind seeing Ryan Bader John Jones rematch. Will I pick Bader? No. No. I mean, no. I think he's a much better fighter from then. Yeah. So that's but why so I want. Jones. Yeah, that's why I want to see it though. So I want to see. I want to see these rematches. These two were those two were matched up way too early in their careers. But it is what it is. Well, but it just. I mean, they were matched up at the right times in their careers. But Johnny Bones Jones, nobody really knew. And what Keith, the hell he really is, Mr. or was, is... Mr. Uh, MMA Takeover, Keith Schillen. It was Aaron Simpson and C.B. Dalloway that he was wrestling with, Ryan Bader. Oh, okay. That's right. That's C.B. Right. Dalloway, Aaron Simpson. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. He was uh, he was roommates with, uh, That's right. with uh, uh, C.B. Dalloway. Does Bader beat Gustafson? I, I think, think he's it's got a, a hell fight. of a chance. Hell yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a I chance. Think, I think it's a good fight. I think I his think... wrestling could win that fight. I I I think it, I think it could too, but Gustin's got underrated wrestling for being a striker. He took Cormier no, he does down. have good wrestling. He took yeah Jones down. I mean he's he's really good. Like even if Gustin gets taken down, he's really hard to hold down. <laughs> so yeah, he is, and his striking is definitely better than Bader's. But I think Bader Bader's power double leg is like no, no other in light heavyweight, and I just that's hard to stop. When he when he gets in on the double, he usually will get it. I just think it would be a good fight. I and yeah, Keith, I just said fight. yeah, I, I said it just a couple of seconds ago or whatever minute ago. Yeah, I think Bader absolutely pummels. Oh, beats Ozdemir. Ozdemir. Oh, I, fuck yeah. Pummels oh yeah, him. picks him up, puts him on the ground, and smashes. It looks him. exactly like a, a Cormier King uh, beat him, <laughs> except that he's not going to stay on the feet as long as Cormier did. Um, yeah, no, he'll throw that wicked overhand right, shoot on his power double, take him to the ground, and smash him. Yeah, speaking of uh, wrestling versus striking. The co-main event of uh, Bellator 199, John Fitch does what John Fitch does. Shuts down Paul Daly, who, although he's been around for so long, still cannot figure out how to stay upright against wrestlers or do anything when he's taken down against them. I'm just just happy that Paul Daly didn't get up and punch him after the bell. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I'm glad he he's got a little bit more class now than that. But to be sitting there taken down, and instead of instead of getting up, he's booing back at the crowd and at the the ref and at John Finch about the ground and pound. Yeah, that he's receiving. It's like no, you don't boo. You fucking learn some technique. He says he says the ground game is boring. So I guarantee you, 
on jujitsu days, on wrestling days, he doesn't show up. He just wants to strike. And he's a good striker. He's a great MMA striker, but his kickboxing, he can probably kick a lot of dudes' asses. But I oh, think yeah. he would just I think he would just be the Vitor Belfort of fucking kickboxing. He'll be a top contender what, overrated for overrated and on steroids his whole career? No. <laughs> Uh, he will be he will be a top contender maybe touch a belt but i don't think he can be the elite of the elite when it comes to the striking i just i just i just don't see it i don't know like put him up against a joe Schilling. that'd be a fun fight but i would pick joe Schilling. yeah they uh, joe Schilling's what middleweight right he's spelling fight yeah yeah so but he's 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 bigger you can still do it but he is bigger but i mean that's that's what i mean like joe Schilling is a great great fighter great kickboxer and I like uh, Ryan said, uh, Ryan Ryan Silva said Ryan Bader made 150k for that fight. That's ten seconds a uh, ten ten thousand dollars a second. <laughs> wow, I'm in the wrong career. I should get on some juice and start now. I'm too sweet and nice and pretty. I don't want this. And can't just my fight. Money maker, much, and, and I can't fight. I'm a pussy. Get choked out by people half your size. Bitch, I submitted <laughs> Kamora, motherfucker. Or was it Americana? I can't remember. It was Americana, but that was after I choked you out. Anyways. Let's talk about one more fight on the main card before we jump into the followers, preview. dude, and we'll do it again. Yeah, that's right. Aaron Pico is doing Aaron yes. Pico things. That's the best way I could describe it now. Aaron Pico, TKO is somebody Aaron with Pico a body. He just TKO is another person with a body punch again. That's just what Aaron Pico does. <laughs> Aaron Pico does what Aaron Pico does, okay? You can't stop it. You need to fight him like this. But that, it's not even, you got to get the arms like right in there and just, because he throws that hook real tight and close to the body. He doesn't loop it out. It's just like straight off the body and he just turns everything into it. Damn, it's, that kid is scary. Dude, and, and you remember when he made his debut and he got knocked out and people were just writing him off. It's just hype. He's. Yep. I didn't write him off, man. I didn't. He was jitters he's, he's and he, doing was, his thing. he was fighting weight class above. Yeah, that was a 155. It's, we're like, he should be a 45, which is where he's at. Yep. And the jitters are gone. And he's, he's, he's in. Oh my god! Look, he's look, destroying. Look, I mean, uh, granted, these are these are cans, but I mean, Pico's a kind of a can himself. And if you think about it, he's only three and one. So yeah, I mean, he's still new to the sport. So I mean, these are the people he should be beating, and he should be beating them the way he is beating them. And it, it, it's crazy because it's like Brock Lesnar in WWE he has a, has a shirt that says like "Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Repeat." It, yeah, <laughs> Aaron Pico is eat, sleep, body punch, repeat. That's just what yeah, this guy exactly. seems to do, <laughs> and it's Two amazing. In a to row, watch. it's amazing to watch this kid. It's it's amazing to watch him. I cannot wait to see his career progress. Yeah, Lee Lee Morrison. I mean, had like twenty eight fights in his career. He was like eighteen and eight or some shit like that, dude. But again, he was like a local scene guy, not a big big name fighter. So it was a bit of a can, but. And this this kid, this kid, yeah. he's a fucking kid, man. Well, Vitor had over forty. That doesn't so mean so good. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Pico's the real deal, guys. Um, oh, he's absolutely the real deal. And when he gets built up enough, him. I cannot wait to see him in Patricio Pitbull. <sighs> Fireworks, dude! But you, but see now now you're talking speed and power versus skill and technique. I can't wait. I I think I think <laughs> I think Aaron Pico continues his run at 145, and I think he's going to get fast tracked to that title shot. I think he's going to get fast tracked to to Pitbull, and I'm stoked. The, the sky's I, I, the sky's the limit for they this don't kid. Fast track people in Bellator. So I think who who? 
I don't even know who at featherweight they've got other than Patricky. Like I can't I can't name off the top of my head another featherweight to to put him against. Like like who else do they have at forty five that would be a fun fight for him? I can't. You pull up their roster. You got anybody? Nah, I mean he's he's gonna get built up slowly. I think uh, I think uh, not off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I just uh, unfortunately again that's the sad thing the Bellator and they de- they don't have the depth and stable the people I could probably name just start naming off at least five ten fucking featherweights in the UFC if not more if I just started <laughs> getting on a roll and and it's because the UFC is bigger I get it but look this is this is my hope for Aaron Pico a couple two three more fights work his way up to a pit bull get himself a belt defend it a couple times and then you know go ahead and bring his ass over to the UFC. And do a little Alvarez and just say fucking drop the belt and come over to the UFC where we can see him fight. Because in the long run, I would love to see someone like him after he's developed for another couple, three or four years, fight a guy like a Max Holloway, fight a guy like a Brian Ortega. Whew. I mean, it because be that's exciting. where his real. It would be exciting. He's not there yet. He is not there oh, yeah, yet by, by far. any stretch of the imagination. But you can see the diamond in that rough, man. And he needs to face these kind of competitors. And, and fuck, I think Chandler's contract is up too. I'd like to see that guy get in the UFC. I don't think he will Brooks is it. I think he does a Scott, lot better. Scott Coker is so confident that UFC talks will not happen, that he's not worried about it. But it wouldn't be the first face of the company that Dana White's taken from him. We all remember Jake Shields. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I I, we'll I hope Michael Chandler decides to test himself. Um, I think he's top five easily in the UFC. I think he beats people like Justin Gaethje. I think he beats people like Dustin Poirier. I think he I beats think he Eddie beats Alvarez Gaethje. again. I think he beats Alvarez again. I think he and Poirier are a good matchup. And, you know, he's got to beat those people to get the uh, Namagametov fight that he is so confident he can win in. So I want to see that fight. So, I mean, yep. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I think he absolutely destroys Conor McGregor, but then I might get accused of being a Conor hater by some people like I usually do, but it's whatever because I am bitches. Yeah, no, I think I think he beats Conor McGregor too. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like right now, I just fucking, what have you done for me lately, man? What can I, what can I remember what you did back when? And is that still going to hold up or not? You know, that's the question, but. I'm almost out of beer, but that's okay because we're almost done with this show. But uh, do we want to talk UFC news with the uh, ESPN deal at all? We we can, but I mean we're kind of a couple of days late. We probably should have gone live for that. I see your door opening in the background. Hey, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's my little son right let's, uh, there. Let's, let's preview. Let's preview some stuff this weekend. Oh, we got previewing. Yes, we got sir. we got this weekend. Let's uh, since we've apparently given thirty percent effort on this podcast, let's talk about thirty percent effort himself <laughs> in the main event. Yeah, Damian Maya is being fed in my mind to Kamaru Usman. It's uh, are you still relevant? Because if you can win this fight, you can prove relevancy, old man. And if you don't, well, you won't. Uh, Usman smashes smashes him in the third round. Yeah, I don't think this fight is close at all. I know a lot of people are picking Maya. A lot of people are pissed at Usman because of his last fight with Emil Meek, um, where he said, I only gave 30% effort. But this fight is not a fight Damian Maya wins. He does not beat strong wrestlers. It just doesn't happen. Oh, I'll, I'll call Karu Usman. You can never say his name right. Usman, I can get right. 
It's okay. You're being, you're being distracted by the little one. The little handsome boy right there. Um, Usman can defend a single leg, right? He's pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. And he fucking wins. Yeah, fight's over. I think he absolutely de- de- demolishes Damian Maya. I think it's. I, th- I don't even think it's close. I think it's an absolute slaughter. So. Yeah, I think that that uh, again third round. I think it ends and, smashingly. And he goes bye bye. Co-main event. <laughs> he just came in to say hi. <laughs> he came in to tell me that he was making some soup. Oh. He's made some soup for me to eat. A very sweet young man is always thinking about his dad. And so uh, nice I got some soup. That's nice. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. <laughs> Start calling you uh, Big Daddy Joe instead of Riverside Big Joe. Big Daddy Joe. That's yes, right. I love being a daddy. <laughs> All right, co-main event, Alexa Grasso. Yes, sir. Who was thought to be like the women's star from Mexico that Dana White was looking for. Kind of faltered a little bit in the UFC, but she's taken on rising contender Tatiana Suarez. Out of Southern California, I got Suarez by. Like, I'm a without big a, fan. Yeah, without, I think she's a future champion. I, I, there's not even a question oh, in my yeah. mind that she absolutely dominates Alexa Grasso. Uh dude, I am. I don't. I can't explain to you what a fan I am. There's a strawweight who will be a contender soon. She's oh, yeah. a. She's fucking good. She's very well rounded. She's got. She's got such good fight IQ where to take the fight, when to take the fight, when to transition from grappling to striking to dirty boxing Dude. to distance. She's just phenomenally a good, 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 smart the, fighter. But this shit, for some reason, she is not being promoted the way she should be. This woman has Olympic caliber wrestling. Oh, yeah. She would have. She no, no joke. She would have gone to the Olympics if she didn't. Excuse me, Amber. Right. If she didn't find out she got cancer, if she didn't have an MRI yeah, and a CAT scan, exactly. she beat cancer. She had a cancerous yeah. growth on her thyroid, dude. She beat yeah, cancer. You think, you think these other little chicks are going to beat her? Cancer can't take this chick yeah. down, dude. She is going strong. I, I am such a big fan of hers, if, man. I can't if wait. If cancer can't beat her, Alexa Grasso ain't beat her. I'm Alexa, sorry. Alexa Grasso can't either. And I know I, I know Blake Stevenson is a big fan of her, so he might not be happy about hearing that because he loves Alexa, but... Yeah, I love Alexa happening. too, but I'm a bigger uh, Tatiana fan. I think Tatiana's a better fighter. I think she's just a better fighter. Yeah, and she's, she's a smarter fighter. She's, she's a fucking smart fighter. She's a future champion, and I cannot wait to right. one day see her versus Rose. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait either. Next, next fight down. Uh, be the last one we talk about on the main card. <laughs> Sorry, but... Keith just says, "Who wins, Tatiana Suarez or UFC Hall of Famer Vitor Belfort?" <laughs> <laughs> this, this is why. Hold I like, on. This is why I like Keith because uh... Keith is this. We, we, we've got a preface. Is this TRT Belfort? Yeah, this is why I like Keith, man. He's a, he's a troll. It's funny. He he'll just keep trolling along. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to know. I want to know. What's your take? This is. But we got we got to find out. From Keith, are we talking TRT Belfort, a regular Belfort? Because that could sway things. Because I think she beats a non-TRT Belfort. She's too smart. Yeah, that's right. Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next fight uh, <laughs> that we're gonna talk about. And this is a, a local boy for me, being in the high desert from Hesperia, California. Dominic, the Dominator Reyes, still undefeated, making his I believe third appearance in the UFC, taking on Jared Cannonier, which is not an easy fight at all because Jared Cannonier is a no. former heavyweight who's dropped down and uh, a heavy-handed heavyweight. Absolutely, a big light heavyweight, very heavy-handed. Uh, I still think Dom Dominic shows no signs of slowing down. I still I think he finishes him by submission, rear naked choke, first round. 
Well, Cannoneer's anti-wrestling isn't the best. He can get taken down. Um, I'm on the fence on this one. I don't know how Dominic's going to handle that fucking power. Yeah, well, it's possible. I know you seem a little distracted the... here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just kicking the little crapper out of here. Yeah, get, um, get out of my room. Get out of my room. No. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking in my head. Cannoneer's reach. I think Cannoneer's got a, a big old fucking reach advantage of exactly zero inches, and he is three inches <laughs> were, short. Were that's you, why it seems were, like he's were got you, a reach. Were you, were you talking about five? Were you just short. saying that because he was dropping down and you thought he had a reach advantage, and you looked it up and you were like, "Oh wait, it's zero reach advantage." <laughs> no, it's because if you look at his physique, his, his arms, he can he can scratch his knees without bending his, his at the hips. But he's also five inches shorter than Dominic, so I think that's a racist they have the comment. Same no, I'm just one I'm of my kidding. favorite people on Earth. Earl can itch his knee without bending down. I love that guy. <laughs> he didn't have to bend over to itch his knee or his ankle. The fucking long armed motherfucker. Um, I love uh, Anthony Jeselnik's joke. Like everybody tries, I make racist jokes, and everybody says I'm racist. I am definitely not racist. A lot of my friends are black for Halloween. <laughs> that sounds like Jezel Neck right there. Yeah. Good... Best, best best living comedian right now. Anyways, he yeah, is funny. No, I'm, I... I'm on the fence on this one. I, I I like Dominic's chances, but I'm kind of on the fence on this Fair one. Fair enough. Right now. Fair enough. But hey, you know what? You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it real quick before you know. At the end of the show, we'll do it. Sure. UFC no longer going to be on Fox. Striking a deal with ESPN to be shown on ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. Not on the ESPN, the TV, though. Only on the fucking ESPN Now no, app. No, no, no. They're still going to show fights on the ESPN show, but a lot of everything, and they're going to have fights also on the ESPN Plus app, which is stupid because now, in order to watch all the prelims, because, you know, when you get a pay-per-view, at least this is how I'm taking it, how I'm reading it, when you, you get the pay-per-view, you can watch them on FX or Fox or Fox Sports 1, whatever. You watch the prelims there, but then you also have the Fight Pass prelims, right? Well, mm-hmm. you still have the Fight Pass prelims, but then the other prelims are on ESPN+. Plus. Then you got the pay-per-view. So now, in order My to watch the entire it's... card, you're not only paying the $10 a month for UFC Fight Pass, the $6 a month, $5.99, I think, right? Or is it four ninety nine? dollars $50 for the year. Who's going to buy it by month? $50 to, to, for the to year. To watch yeah. the rest of the prelims, and then the $65 to watch the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I like to me the extra dollarage sucks. And then again, the way I understand it is the ESPN cards, the ESPN Plus cards are beginning to end. ESPN Plus, one stop shop. All the ESPN cards are the, okay. Then I, I all, all and and my understanding is is it's worse. ESPN. It's yeah, it's ESPN Plus. They're not fucking airing it on ESPN. It's simply a streaming platform, so it could still end up being on Fox. So this is what could fucking happen. You, you could have cards that are strictly fight pass cards. You can have cars that do fight pass prelims and then are Fox Sports, FX, right? Then maybe Big Fox and then maybe pay-per-view, right? So you got seven seven options right there. And then maybe you've got your ESPN full cards. And then maybe where the fuck am I supposed to watch the UFC? <laughs> where do I go to watch it? What show? Just like I was talking about earlier in the episode. Oh, this these prelims were on FX. Yeah. So if it's on FX, thank you yeah, for the your orange. Kid, your kid's pissed about it too. Yeah, you don't want to watch the UFC on Fox Sports and I agree with that. everything else, huh? No. He said no. <laughs> right? There's too many options, huh? Yeah, too many options. You tell them. That's right. So that's what frustrates me. Like, it's just, 
where do I watch it? Where do I watch it? Where do I tune in? And because UFC does such a piss poor job of promoting where the fight is taking place, had they promoted it properly, I would have known the fight the prelims were on F- FX and not Fox Sports, and I wouldn't have missed it. But they didn't promote it. I don't watch FX. How would I know? I'm on the UFC app. I read every fucking article. I'm a hardcore fan. I didn't know it was on FX and not Fox. Too many options. Give me a place to watch the shows. I understand. Give me five pass prelims. Give me free prelims somewhere and give me the fight. Not yeah. Fox, Fox Sports 2, Big Fox, Fox Sports 1. All this ah, pisses me off. This, this, bullshit, this bullshit of having to pay $65 a month, sometimes depending on peak months, maybe twice. Yep. If they want to have a pay-per-view in the same month, plus fifteen dollars a month to watch prelims or other fights is absolutely ridiculous. The, the, you're looking, what is that? Eighty bucks minimum a month. Yeah, it's, 80, it's basically eighty bucks a month to be a hardcore fan now. I will. I'm you sorry, just, I'm, I'm all about fighter pay. If I knew this money was going to go to the fighters' this, pay, this it would money be different. Is paying off but I'm about to. I'm, 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 I'm in the streaming business at this point with the way they're trying to fuck us. I mean, seriously, there's no reason to pay him anymore. Like, I'm, it's time to send a message. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to buy ESPN+. Plus. Now, don't. some of the talks some of the talks are this. And for this, I understand, but I'm still frustrated about where do I watch my UFC fights. If they're going to go from 15 to 16 fights a year down to six pay-per-view fights a year. So you take the pay-per-view out. I take that's just, that that's just losing a lot of month. money, though, for the UFC. I don't see that happening. That's just a lot of money I, lost. Agreed, but th- that's what some of the other analysts and, and media have been saying, that that's a possibility. Okay, but that's their big revenue, right? That's where they make a ton of money is on their pay-per-view, so you're going to take that out. For what? For for me to spend money to have another option to possibly watch the f- It's bullshit. It's stupid. And the thing is, the more paywalls you put up, the less viewers you're going to have. Yeah, We live exactly. in a day and age where people want free content well it's not just living in a day and age where people want free content we're living in a day and age where everybody's a pirate so to speak you know we talked about it like the the digital pirates back then everybody's a pirate now everybody's streaming you got people with hacked fire sticks fire boxes nvidia shields all this stuff they're finding free movies free content we're living in an age and we're also living in an age where i hate to make the comparison comparison but dana white himself has praised the man and made comparisons himself but you got fucking wwe with the wwe network ten dollars a month you're getting every pay-per-view on there for ten dollars a month plus a yep. shit ton of other content new and original content and the ufc is just price gouging their customers out so That's- when you want to watch the WWE, you go to the WWE Network. Do you get Monday Night Raw there? No, no, but that's still on free TV though. But you okay. get WrestleMania, so, so, SummerSlam, Backlash, Royal Rumble, Survivor okay. Series. But where do you, where do you, where do you watch Monday Night Raw? On the USA TNT? Network. A USA, and then there's another one on TBS. No, every right now everything is on USA Network. Or so you can network. find all your WWE on USA or the WWE or Network. On the WWE. So there's two places. You got mm-hmm. two places to find your favorite. Two places to find your no, you're favorite German, German, the I German am. one. I am somewhere. I'm sure I'm a fucking mutt. But two places, two places to find it. That's it. It's easy. Yeah, it's fucking easy. And, Make it easy. And they're making money thing. on the fucking network. Seriously, they're making oh, yeah. money. Imagine That's the whole the money reason the why they started the UFC network. Imagine the money the UFC can make on on if every fight was on the. Uh, on Fight Pass, ten dollars a month. I mean, pay. T- I'll pay twenty dollars a month for that if all the pay per views on there, and I'm sure everybody will. That's money. That is money, man. That they're just losing in my mind. 
because all fans, so here's the thing. I still go to my friend's house to watch WrestleMania, stuff like that. A group of us watch it, but all of us have the WWE Network. Yep. Because now we can watch our content and everything at home. The UFC, we'll still get together for parties at one person, and they'll be showing the fights on their 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 account. But I'm still going to have the, the UFC Fight Pass account to rewatch the pay-per-view I just watched last night. Maybe get a refresher, stuff like that. Yeah, you still you still have it. You still use it. Just like the pay-per-views. I have people over to my house for the pay-per-views. You can have people over to your house for the WWE Network pay-per-views, all your, your big fights. It's the same thing. They need to reduce the number of places where because you can't find it. It's it's spread out too much. It's stupid in my mind. Yeah. You need to stick to one place. If you're going to do it on Fox Sports, everything is on Fox Sports 1. That's it. Maybe an occasional big big spot, uh, big Fox event, mm-hmm. but that's it. If you're going to do it on ESPN, then it's all on ESPN. That's it. Give me ESPN and pay-per-view. Bitch-ass landline. Why the fuck do I have a landline? <laughs> I don't know if it's being picked up on your my on your end, but oh, yeah, I did I did hear it. Yeah, it's it's like whatever. Anyways, yeah, no, probably, I, I completely agree, the, man. But I I think it's the, absolutely the, the smorgasbord of uh, dinner my son has made for me right there. You see all that, everybody? That's uh, he loves you. That's that's my, the dinner that my my boy made me. All right, all right there. <laughs> well, I appreciate everybody sticking around. I mean, I know it's late because I know a lot of people, especially you know, the. Keith is on the East Coast. Uh, East Coaster. Matt, Matt and Ashley are in Indianapolis, which I think, I think it's what mountain. Two time? hours. Two three. Two and a half hours, maybe. I don't know, something like that. Two hours, give or take. But uh, <laughs> Keith, if you didn't pay for the landline, you could have poured ESPN Plus. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. That's right. <laughs> Both of them you'd never want to use, but yeah. No. Uh, it was part of the deal for the cable package. Whatever. Need to, need to unplug completely. But, uh, yeah, I think we covered everything. Oh, wait, real quick. I want to get your thoughts on this. UFC had announced the fight taking place in Moscow. By all accounts, it's a fight night event, not a pay-per-view. Correct. What are your thoughts? That's like, is that a lost opportunity there? It's in September. It's plenty of time after Ramadan. So, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. Put Russia's... Biggest UFC star, Artem Lobov. No, <laughs> Makhmasherapov. Yeah, he'll probably main event that fight night. He'll, he'll main he, event that fight. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I like Lobov. I totally forgot that he actually is Russian. I mean, <laughs> acts like he's a fucking Irishman. Um, no, it, it should be Khabib Connor. But, but that's gonna but, happen in Vegas. But, but that's got to happen because in Vegas. That way, because all the Irish can run or can fly over there. And then. It's also the fight capital of the world. It's set up for media. It's set up for press. It's set up as all the hotels around it. It's set up for mass fo- uh, yeah. fandom. And then. And it's that's also. Why. And it's also set up with a lot of alcohol so all the Irish can drink their stars away after Khabib beat the fuck out of them. So that's, uh, you know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm worried about Khabib now. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> This is all on, this is all contingent on the fact if Connor even comes back. I don't think he does yeah. still, but either way. And yeah, Keith, it is the time difference, so that is uh, yeah. Yep. But fuck Russia. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know. That was and hurtful. And their time difference. I don't care. Anyways, we don't have any Russian fans, and if we do, they don't understand us. Um, what do I know in Russian? 
You will Vodka. lose. If he dies, he dies. I will smash yeah. you. I mean, or something. Whatever. Drago, quote, or <laughs> you will lose. All right. Well, all right. We've gone along, and we're starting to ramble, so I think that means that's the end of the episode. So, Joe, even though yes, it's sir. on the screen, everybody can read it. Just read uh, it. throw it out there for the audio people. Your social media, buddy. My social media, you can get to reach me or get a hold of me on Instagram at MMA to the Max Joe. And the two, as always, is the number two, MMA to the Max Joe. On Twitter, you can get a hold of me at JoeHud45. That's the number four five. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You, you've never uh, you never distinguished that before, so I like that. Um, I just want to make sure people were, because I haven't been getting any new followers, so I'm just assuming they don't understand. because you just... don't use it. Uh, that might have something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, use your Twitter. Get out there. Tweet during the fights, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start live tweeting you also follow me. No, live he's not. He's saying that, but he's not going to do it. The analyst on the show, Joe. Analyst he's, of the show, Joe. He's full of Joe shit. Bro. He's full of shit. He's not going to do it. Watch me now. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, you want to find me on Instagram? It's MMA to the Max Rob. As always, it's the number two. Find me on Twitter at It's Rock Robster. Yes, it's like the B fifty two song. If you've uh, if you've asked, I've had people ask about it. Um, find the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max Show. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max Podcast. Find all of our shows on Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube. That's where we upload them after we go live on Facebook. And yes, anywhere you can get your podcast fix. Also, go to w2mnet.com, which is the the website that gave us our big podcast start. Check out all their content, movies, video games, wrestling, sports, entertainment, all that good stuff. Find our shows there. Find our videos there. Check it out. It's a great site. Um, because he's been such a great guy and a great uh, supporter of this show, thanks uh, thanks to Keith Schillen. Check out themmatakeover.com. Um, they have a great staff there, a lot of great people, a lot of great supporters of this show as well. They are one of the better websites out there. They're they're not biased. They're uh, very informative. And Ryan Ryan Fortune, I might have said it wrong, but he's a, he's a good uh, supporter of the show. Mm-hmm. He gets content. He gets news out. Really smart kid. Gets news out real quick, real fast before a lot of people. So check out the MMATakeover.com, dude. I can't say enough good things about that website. It's a great website. So on that note. I think we're done yeah damn this is a great beer it was really good <laughs> yeah check, once again yeah bro. Ch- check it ch- yeah that's probably why i've been rambling <laughs> so if anybody hasn't uh here but this is in this is out of lancaster lancaster I'm, all driving, places. I'm driving my ass to lancaster that's an hour away it's like around the corner from you <laughs> yeah bravery brewing out of lancaster the king corova imperial suite i'm going to the fucking lancaster uh anyways Thanks for hanging out, everybody. This has been MMA Max, episode number 40. Uh, I think we'll see you next Thursday. If not, we'll see you soon. I'm just Our work schedules don't align, and we're trying to figure it out. But most likely, it's next Thursday. So We'll make it happen for you, We'll folks, make it okay? happen, everybody, no, next Thursday night. Thanks for joining, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next oh, – well, hey, for my co-host – Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe. I am Robert Taylor. This has been Eminem and Max. We'll see you next week. Take care. See ya.